this, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. Thanks for joining us today for TED Speaks with your host, Ted Carew, the Positive Safety Coach. As co-host and Ted's wife, I have the added task of keeping Ted in line and laughing at his jokes, which isn't always easy. My name is Barb Carew. We are coming to you from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, home of the Brewers, Miller Beer, and the Fonz. How could it get any better than that? Our podcast focuses on sharing ideas with business owners and safety professionals to keep employees safe and families together. Our passion for keeping people safe is the reason Total Health and Safety Solutions was created. This is how Ted is able to share his 25 years of safety experience by supporting companies around the globe in their efforts to strengthen their health and safety process. Please join us in welcoming Aaron Johnson. Aaron is the owner of Craft Coding. Craft Coating provides the highest quality zinc plating and black oxide for a wide range of original equipment manufacturers, including military, agriculture, heavy machinery, and many more. Hey, Aaron, thank you for uh, being on TED Speaks. This is actually our 50th episode. Hard to believe that we started this over a year ago, but uh, thank you for being on the show today, Aaron. Yeah, no problem at all. I, I can't believe I got to be the 50th. I know. Well, you know, we always say the best for 50th. That doesn't really rhyme all that well, does it? <laughs> So anyway, thank you for being on there. Uh, can you kind of tell our, our listeners a little bit about your background and also about your company at Craft Coding? Yes, yeah, so um, I've always been kind of entrepreneurial. Uh, was working for a chemical company. Saw Oshkosh plating at the time go up for sale, and um, I, I purchased the company with a with a few investors and um, continued to grow. And it, it's done pretty well. Um, we do zinc electroplating, so a lot of coating for large OEMs um, like John Deere and Briggs and & Stratton, companies like that, make their parts so that they don't rust. And I would assume, Aaron, as um, being the owner, you wear a few different hats. How do you find the balance, you know, running a business? And, and if, you, if you have this answer, uh, Aaron, there's, you, there's millions and millions of dollars in it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I it has changed over time. So when we started, uh, we purchased the company in 2013. Uh, we had about five, six employees, and I was wearing every hat imaginable and working probably too much and sleeping at work sometimes um, and working in production and accounting and janitorial and everything. And, and as we've grown, um, 
now the position that I'm in is a little bit more consistent and uh, it definitely is helpful, but I don't necessarily have an answer other than just work hard and, and uh, continue to put the right people in the right places so the company grows. Yeah. And I know, well, you said that too. put the right people in the right places. Ted and I talk about that a lot, you know, do what you do best, but find other people to do what they do best. Right. Ted, right. talk about that. I mean, if you can allow to have other people come in within your organization and, and help you with things that maybe not as strong, we just don't have time for, you know, but Aaron, why is safety so important uh, to craft coding? Well, I think the employees having employees, we have about 50, 50 employees now. Um, Nobody wants to call in the middle of the night. We run multiple shifts that says, hey, you have to come down to the, the emergency room. One of the employees is injured. I mean, um, they're, they're like family. The employees are like family. And so mm-hmm. there's just that personal aspect of it that you don't want people injured. I wouldn't want my kids injured. Um, you know, other people don't want to be injured either. And then there's the, the financial aspect too, the, the better um, the company does in a safety aspect, the lower the the mod rates and the, the less expensive it is for the company. And then you're able to invest your money elsewhere um, other than just in paying insurance companies. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think you bring up a good point. You know, a lot of times we talk about, obviously our first objective always is to make sure employees are going home safe, but also there's the financial part of it too. You know, if, if we keep a company running safe, um, you're usually going to get those return on dollars that you invest within safety, and 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 have you experienced that in in your uh, in your career? Oh yeah, we definitely have. When we when we purchased the company, the mod rate was extremely high. Um, I think it was like a one point five two or something like that. And as we have focused on um, on safety, our company has continued to grow. Um, we've invested in it, um, on the front end so that we're not investing in, you know, paying insurance companies or paying for claims on the back end. And it's, it's definitely, it's worked. Yeah. Because you just look at a lot of times and, and you know, this Aaron, and, and perhaps a lot of our, uh, listeners do too, that the, the return on dollar really is a lot of times the indirect costs that people don't, that you can't really necessarily calculate, right? Four to seven times. And so you want to make sure that those costs don't occur. And one way to do it is the way you're speaking about it, Aaron, is to be proactive on it and look at it before the problems happen. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. And, and the, the other big thing is that, um, right now it's hard to find employees. And if you have a workplace where people feel unsafe or where, um, you know, they, they don't feel valued, they're not going to come and work for you or there's, they're going to leave and then you can't find anyone. And then the whole thing comes to a halt because you're not able to, to produce the, the product that you're trying to produce. And the families too, right? The families know, uh, when, when they're going to work for a good company or a company that might not care quite as much. Um, I think that that's a big, uh, a big part of them making their decisions on, on where they want to go to work. Yeah, absolutely. True. And I know Ted talks a lot, Aaron, about um, you and your company. And um, he just says that there's a good, good culture at craft coding that everyone's willing to work hard towards safety. Absolutely. Now, yeah. is that something that's always been the case? I know you said you started with five to six employees and now you've grown. Um, has that challenge been more difficult bringing more people on or has it just been something that's you know, been a little easier for you from the beginning? I would, uh, it's probably, it's probably grown and changed over time. I mean, we've definitely, um, 
kind of grown into it. And it's high, a lot of it has to do with hiring the right people and management, the right operators, um, so that so that it becomes a part of the culture. Right. And that kind of goes back to, um, I know we talk a lot of times with safety, you can't always be proactive, but that's the best thing if you can be proactive versus reactive. But just listening to talk as a business owner, um, it just sounds like you kind of had a good kind of grasp on why safety was important. Did you just have that from past um, job experience? Was there any or? incident or something like that that said, hey, you know what? Because a lot of times you'll you'll talk to some of these people and they, they had this happen. And you know what? It really changed their uh their perception of, of safety. Did you have any type of incident like that or just something that you feel is, is very important? Um, no, I, I did have an incident uh, when I was working for a chemical manufacturer prior to owning um, craft coating. Um, where I was working, we were working with a lot of hazardous chemicals and there was somebody that wasn't following um, follow the proper procedures, wasn't wearing their PPE and got burned on both. 30% of their body with caustic soda. Um, and it was very preventable. There was an accident that occurred, but if you would have been wearing the right equipment, it would have been preventable. And, and just watching the company, what they, what they had to go through, what that employee had to go through, um, was, was, it was difficult to watch. Um, they weren't on my shift, but even though that they weren't on my shift at the time, I, I knew who they were and, when it hits that close to home, you remember it. Definitely. I think when you see that in person, you know, we, we've we said before, sometimes when it comes to safety, if you haven't experienced anything, and hopefully that's the case or witnessed it, it's kind of like our kids, right? Well, yeah, I get it, but it's not going to happen to me. Right. You know, when we say don't text and drive or do this or do that, you know, some people just feel they're invincible. And sometimes seeing something or being part of something really ingrains that in someone and then they carry that through in this case as a business owner or what have you to, you know, keep that safety culture and program strong because it is important. It's very important, but also, you know, hopefully they're doing it at home. You know, they're taking it home like you're talking about, uh, Barb, maybe taking it home to their kids, right? And, and hey, wearing those safety glasses when they're mowing the lawn. I mean, our kids love to wear the safety glasses when they're mowing the lawn, don't they, Barb? <laughs> but, you know, uh, making sure we're doing that because, hey, that's next generation and we want to keep those people safe too. Well, and just a not a funny little thing, but Ted, just the other day you were mowing the lawn and this is where you don't think things are going to happen, but the blade literally broken half. I don't know what happened, but it shot out yeah. luckily the other direction. But I was across the street talking to a neighbor. I'm like, what was that God awful noise? And I went over and you were like, yeah, this is what happened. It shot off that way. And, you know, it kind of makes you think you never expected that. Right. No, you can't I, always it, prepare. I even took the blade in and they said they never, ever have seen anything. In the, and this person was working there for 30 years, has never seen anything like that. So, I mean, things like that, that, you know, if we can prepare our, our, our generations and families for it, it's going to be better off. Yeah. So, Aaron, I liked um, how you kind of uh, talked about just doing safety from the get go. And I know we've had people on before that um, talk about safety being important, but it is part of a business. You're, you know, you're an owner. And so you see all different aspects of a business and how you need to run and understanding a business. It seems like safety plays a role in that a little bit more. Um, do you change any way you communicate safety with, you said you have about 50 employees now. So as you've grown, has the way you communicate safety had to change or develop a little bit? 
yeah, it definitely has. We, we started off, um, you know, I was doing a lot of the safety training. Um, we were probably a little bit more relaxed than we needed to be as well. Um, and as we started hiring more and more people, we've had to create more of a process. We've, um, you know, continued to, to kind of make it a priority. Um, and it's, it's been very, very, very effective. Um, I think the biggest thing right now that we're working on is getting people on the floor, getting our uh, managers on board and so that they're involved in the safety process. So it's not just me coming down, telling them to wear their safety glasses or me telling them to wear their PPE, but getting them involved so that they have ownership in it and they understand the why. Right. Because if you just tell them what to do, I know a lot of our listeners are very similar to this. You tell them what to do, they may do it while we're, we're watching them. But as soon as we leave, they'll probably take it off just to despite us, right? And so getting yeah. that culture and letting them be part of the process is just so crucial. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Especially when we're running multiple shifts. I mean, we have second and third shift. Uh, third shifts we're in the process of putting on right now. There's, It's impossible to be watching what they're doing 24 hours a day. Right. And you really shouldn't have to. So, it, you know, it, if you teach them or make them part of this process, then it's that trust factor, right? You've given them the tools to be successful. Mm-hmm. And so there is that trust, which takes a while to build. So, it does. Yeah, definitely. Well, good. Aaron, what else can you say to maybe people that are struggling with their safety processes, uh, small business uh, companies that may be struggling with their safety process? What would you give them for recommendations as far as how to start a basis for safety for them? You need somebody who's going to take ownership of it. And um, we've tried to do it internally. We've tried to do it externally. I think you can do either way, but you need somebody who their primary objective is monitoring the the safety culture, making sure the training gets done. Um, it, you know, it's one of those things that it does cost a lot of money, but it pays off in the, in, on the back end. Mm-hmm. Um, and when, I've assigned it to just as an example, like our production manager, they've got a million things going on and they're trying to get product out the door. And the last thing they think about is, is making sure that the new employee gets trained or um, making sure that we're getting our bloodborne pathogen training done. You need somebody who's really going to be focused on it. I think is one of the, one of the biggest things. Yeah, being able to to have somebody focus on because we're all busy in so many different aspects of a business, right? You have production, quality, and oh yeah, safety too. You know, so that makes it that makes it a challenge with especially with a lot of the smaller companies, um, and even some of the larger companies too. So yeah, thank you for your insights on that. Yeah, and it was good hearing from um, you know kind of the view of um, an owner, someone who kind of started this and grew it and sees all those different aspects, including safety. So thank you very much. Yes. Well, thank you for being on the show today, uh, Aaron. Um, As you know, I'm the positive safety coach and always trying to uh, look at safety in the positive way. So we have two jokes for you. The question is, are you ready for our dad type jokes? Oh, I can't wait. Oh. I, I'll probably write them down for the kids. <laughs> you, you probably couldn't sleep last night. You were so excited about it, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you know, we had to save the good ones for you because this is the 50th episode and all. I don't know how good they are, though. <laughs> <laughs> we'll build them up and they won't be all that great. Is that what you're saying, Barb? Well, they're and they're um, fall themed, you know, so maybe yes. your kids will appreciate that. Okay, Ted, you want to do the first one? 
Why do birds fly south in the fall? Why do birds fly south in the fall? Oh, I, I have no idea. Because it's too, I, I would be glad to tell you, Aaron, <laughs> because it's too far to walk. It's too far to walk. Okay. Oh, all right. Well, I got a little chuckle, but it wasn't much. It wasn't no. much of a. Okay. So this one I told to Ted, and I don't know if it went over well, so we'll see how it is. Okay. What do you get when you divide the circumference of your jack-o'-lantern by its diameter? Pretty technical here. What do you get when you Ready? divide the circumference of your jack-o'-lantern by its diameter? But this is the right person for this kind of a question. Oh, okay. Well, there, got any uh, guesses? I don't know. Pumpkin pie. Do you get it? Pie, P-I? Yeah. All right. Yep. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Ted, I know always, I got that one. Ted always says when I have to explain a joke, it's not very good. But I really <laughs> liked that one. I enjoyed that one. So that's all that matters. Hey, Aaron, we want to thank you for being on TED Speaks today. Um, if somebody wants to get a hold of you and has some questions for you, how would they do that? Um, you can probably LinkedIn. I will check that. Otherwise, go to craftcoding.com and um, you can find my information on there as well. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Aaron. We really appreciate it. Yes, thank you for being on uh, TED Speaks today and have a super safe day. Thank you. Take care. Bye, Aaron. Bye. Thank you for listening to TED Speaks with Ted Carew, owner of Total Health and Safety Solutions, providing health and safety support to businesses by customizing a safety process to fit their needs, big or small. Please connect at ted.carew at healthandsafetynow.com or visit our website, healthandsafetynow.com to share your safety stories or find out more about how we can work together to ensure your people go home safely and turn an expense into a profit center. Follow us and leave a review on your favorite podcast app. Have a super safe week. 